Bradley and Inverna agreed to head out into the Mirror of Dead Men to find a missing patrol of Leyland guards. Guard Captain Sergeant Yoram seemed too busy to help, but the eclectic Zephyros was able to offer the duo peculiarities. As they set out into the marshes, Inverna was able to follow the tracks of the lizard folk tribe suspected of taking the patrol. Before long, our heroes ended up in quicksand with hungry crocodiles surrounding them. Okay, let's see here. You got banter? Mm. How about that Pokemon, uh, how do you pronounce it? Legends Arceus. Yeah, Legends Arceus. How, how's that going for the kids? I I don't have it, but I've seen gameplay and another friend of mine has it and he says it's great and I really want it. Hmm. I want it so bad. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I want yeah. it. I want it for you. You know, here, know you here's can. here's my thinking. Is actually this isn't going to come out like right now. We're recording on January thirtieth. Yeah, this is gonna, it's going to be a minute before this one comes this out. Is, so it's I like I mean, y'all are in the future if you're listening to that's this. That's not very topical at the time. It might be. It might be that popular of a game. That's six weeks from now. Seven True. weeks from now. It's fucking. It's still the bee's knees. How was everyone's Valentine's Day? <laughs> Wouldn't it be like Super Bowl time? Uh, Super Bowl and Valentine's Day are happening on the same weekend, right? Are they? No, we're way past both of those, dude. Oh. Wait, uh, dude, we're in March. It's March. Welcome to March, everyone. I hope oh every- my God. I hope everyone has a really good St. Patrick's Day next week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. This is what time travel feels like. This is what time travel feels like. Hey, how about that game, though? That Super Bowl? That was a crazy one. I can't believe that one of the teams won and one of the teams lost. That was just nuts. Yeah. Very a winner was very unexpected. Yeah, in my opinion. But in the opposite end, it was who everyone thought it was going to be, and that was just crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, do, do you remember? Well, when, do you remember when the guy threw the football? I do remember when the guy threw the. That was crazy. That do you was remember that halftime fun. show? Yes, it was Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds fucking right. <laughs> 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 oh, that was crazy. Well. Hey, how about them Oscars? Those those haven't happened yet, but the the hey, how about them Oscar nominations, right? Who the, are they? We don't know. We don't know, but they know. Of course, they know that it's King Richard, The Tragedy of Macbeth, Power of the Dog, Come on, Come on, Coda, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. I was doing a for real wrist list, but sure. Spider- I've I've seen I've seen people unironically like Articles unironically state that it it could be an Oscar contender because it's just such a fun movie that it like made people realize, oh hey, going to the theater is fun again. Mm, interesting, interesting. All yeah. right, so Spider Man, um, not Eternals. Um, 
Probably not Shang-Chi either. No. Um, what else? Did I say Power of the Dog? You did. Did I say um, um, Belfast? For sure, Belfast. Wow. West Side Story. Maybe Nightmare Alley. Maybe Dune. Maybe. Maybe Dune. Okay, let's get into this episode. Okay. Hello. And welcome. My name is Luke Job. My name is Solid Snake. We're going to get sued for that. And this is Modular. The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizards of the Coast for the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. That's right. Snake Warren. These are the pre-written stories made up by the folks who made up D&D. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you. And why would we do that? Well, solid George, maybe you're a DM who is thinking about running a particular campaign and you want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who's already been in this particular campaign and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you didn't know that Thorin was actually born in the backseat of a taxi. But you should be warned. Each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story we're running. And right now, we're running Stormlord's Wrath, which is also a direct sequel to the first season of this podcast. So if you don't want spoilers, you should leave now. And there is one more warning you need to offer them. That's right, Revolver. Modular is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language, as well as adult themes like sex, alcohol, drug use, violence, and a weapon to surpass Metal Gear. So please be aware of these not-so-kid-friendly themes. Now, without further ado, welcome to Modular. Enter Session 7 of Stormlord's Wrath. Bradley, you are waist deep in quicksand. Uh, Inverna has one leg stuck in quicksand. There is a normal-looking crocodile approaching you, and then there's a crocodile that you cannot even fathom how big it is. Like, or you've never thought about a crocodile being this big before. I mean, yeah, you said it was like a, the size of an elephant, right? Yes, except just not that tall because it's still a reptile, but it's very, very long. Um, have you ever heard of dinosaurs? Dinosaurs weren't reptiles, were they, you dumb fucking bitch? Yes, they fucking were. They were fucking birds, bro. Birds are reptiles. Bro, shut the fuck up. Now you are really confounding some fucking sciences, bro. <coughs> See, your own your own stupidity made you cough. Go ahead and roll me initiative. I can I can look it up for you right now. Birds roll, are fucking reptiles. Roll initiative. We're not doing 11. this. Well, that's pretty bad. Comparatively. At the start, what's your fucking HP? 53? 53. Typical. At the start of the combat, Inverna's going to try and pull herself out of this quicksand. You gave her bardic inspiration last time. She hasn't used it yet. I did. It would not affect anything. She rolled a natural three. She squirms, and she is stuck, and her other foot sinks like, she's got one leg that's, like, up to crotch level, and then the other is, like, now, like, up to knee. So she's in this weird crouching position. You're both restrained. 
because of this. Love that. Do you know crocodiles are more closely related to birds than they are other reptiles? Wait, I thought birds and reptiles were the same thing. Got him. You fucking idiot. (laughs) I hate you so goddamn much. (laughs) Okay. Wikipedia says they're classified separately, but then it also says that birds are an extant group of reptiles, so I don't know what to think. I'm going to say that uh, Inverna used her action to try and pull herself out. She realizes she can't really do that, so she's just going to grab her bow, um, but she can't do anything with it yet. This giant crocodile seems to know where the boundaries of this quicksand lie because it's a little bit smarter than you. So it kind of slinks around. It should have advantage on biting you because um, you're restrained. However, it also is kind of having to lean itself out without getting trapped in quicksand, which would give it disadvantage. So I'm going to give it a straight roll to hit you. Uh, Does an 11 hit you? 11 does not hit. It then quickly, terrifyingly, because this thing is so huge, whips its tail in the opposite direction and whips it at Inverna. Uh, It does not hit her either. Just straight over her head, you watch as it kind of hits some sand, flies up, and then pulls its tail back. It is your turn, Bradley. The crocodile, we're going to, the giant one, we're going to say is. Uh, 10 feet from you. The other one is 20 feet from you. The giant one's 10 feet from me? Yes. Hmm. I need this giant crocodile to make an intelligent saving throw as a lance made of psychic energy begins to form from my forehead. Uh, that is a natural four minus four. That's a zero. Oh, so it loses. Yes. <laughs> Your DC's not and it zero. Takes- it takes 25 points of psychic damage. Jesus Christ, that's pretty fucking good. And is incapacitated until the start of my next turn. Wow, it fucking wobbles. And uh, let's see, incapacitated means not only... Uh, oh, it can't take actions or reactions. Perfect. <laughs> that's that's what I was about to say. Not only that, but but no, that's it. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it can't move either. So. Oh, yeah. So it, it, it you see its head just kind of wobble back and forth and then just kind of flop onto the ground and it, it just it kind of looks like it got a little sleepy. <laughs> little sleepy beepy. It's uh it's still your turn if you have a bonus action and then if you don't I need you to go ahead and make me a strength saving throw. I got a nat 20. On your strength save? Yeah. You pull yourself up and sidestep to the ground. You are no longer sinking in this quicksand. I could have also just misty stepped out of there. I th- I I realized. I think that's true, but so it was never really a a thing for me. Mm, how fun! How fun! There was just an illusion. Well, the, the normal crocodile sees that you're out, um, and it's going to charge you. It's got a speed of twenty feet. You are twenty feet from it. Does a nineteen Why is it hit only you? Have a- this 19 does hit. Why does it... Crocodiles are fast. Why does it only have 20 feet? It has, it has a faster swim speed. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, okay. Come on, wizards. Do it right. You take five points of piercing damage as this full-blown crocodile, which is also bigger than you, uh, bites into your leg. Uh, this thing has got a hold of your leg, and it's going to start shaking you, so you're still you're restrained once again. Um, of no, course. no, you're you're grappled and you're restrained, both. So restrained creature speed was zero. 
Um, attack rolls against you have advantage. Uh, your attacks have disadvantage. Um, you have disadvantage on deck saves, but you're also grappled. So your speed is still zero. <laughs> um, and that's it. That's all that grapple really does. Okay, I do. love that. Yeah. So restrained is worse than grappled. Yeah. Uh, it is Inverna's turn. She is going to fire her bow at this one that is biting into you. It's a hit. She hits again. She rapid fire does this. She deals this thing 14 points of damage. She shoots it in the face. It looks like it's about to fucking die already. Uh, taking that two arrows to the head. Uh, she's not. Okay. She's going to make her strength save. And she pulls herself out. No problem. Does a roll. Yeah. She's on the opposite side of the pit. So you are within melee range of both of these boys. She's probably 30 feet in a semi... Like, she'd have to run in a semicircle to get to you. Okay. Uh, the giant crocodile wavers its head, and it's still just incapacitated. It is your turn. Bonus action. I'm going to misty step myself next to Inverna. Hell yeah. So a a, a little shroud of silvery mist uh, surrounds me, and then... You free yourself from the grapple. And then... I need this crocodile. Normal one? Yeah, the normal one uh, to make a wisdom saving throw as I just go ham with vicious mockery. Your mother likes to... Read me, read me the description of vicious mockery. You unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at a creature you can see within range. If the target can hear you, though it need not understand you, it oh, must succeed okay. on a wisdom saving right, perfect, throw. Perfect, That's what I was looking yeah. for. Okay. I say your mother bed an alligator and your father is a pair of boots on the foot, on the feet of the slummiest scum lord in Neverwinter. Uh, he rolls a 14 for his save. He fails, and he is going to take six points of psychic damage. You hear this alligator go, Aww. and it falls over dead. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Inverna shoots two arrows uh, at the giant crocodile, who now looks very uh, aware again. She hits once. She hits twice. You see these arrows lob into this thing's back for 10 points of damage. Damn. And it still has more HP than you do. Um, Holy shit. It's going to use its full speed to move over towards uh, Inverna uh, in the same semicircle, not crossing the... Uh, if it was trying to cross the quicksand, it'd be like 10 feet. Um, but it's got to you know, kind of go around. Um, so he is going to try and bite her. That is a hit with a 25. She takes 27 points of damage. He God damn. yanks her into the air, and she is absolutely grappled. Uh, then his tail whips around to smack you. I'm going to say, you're going to miss, and I am going to use my bonus action, Bardic Inspiration D8, to take away six from that roll to hit me. All right, it's a 19 to hit. You rolled a 25? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, it still hits. And you take 12 points of damage as you just get smacked by this fucking thing. Um, I need you to make me a strength saving throw. Yes, dear. How many? How much did I just say you took? 16? 
12. 12, sorry. That's a nat 20. All right. It, you feel like this thing could have knocked you over, but you put your right foot forward, stamp it into the ground, and you do not fall down. Uh, it is your turn. I'm So you said Inverna is grappled by this thing? Yes. So if I launch a fireball, even if it's 20 feet away, would she still get hurt by it? Uh, if you hit this thing's tail, this thing is probably... Wait, one second, wait one second. Got to do some science here. I don't want to get called out by any ecologists. This thing's probably 30 feet long. Okay. Um, so we're going to say you could easily hit the back of it. And not... I think there I think there are crocodiles in real life that are that big. It, they, uh, the internet just said 17 feet was about max. Oh, yikes. Never mind then. Um, so I'm going to... Here's what I'll say, 31 feet long. How about that? I'm going to cast Fireball uh, at its tail. All right. It needs to make a... What kind of save? A dexterity save. That is a 16 minus 1 of 15. 15 gets it. All so right. it's going to take half this. All right. 23 half to what? 12. 11? 11. 12? 11. Uh, you burn it. You smell the singeing meat. Uh, it is not happy with you. You got any bonus actions? I... As a bonus action, cannot do anything. Okay. Um, Inverna is going to drop her bow to the ground, pull out her sword, and with disadvantage, try and chop at this thing's face. That would hit, as would that. Ooh, actually. That would hit. That would also hit. She hits twice. Nice. Um, Hell yeah, Inverna. 12 plus 8 is 20 points of damage as she stabs this thing into uh, just right into its head. Um, pulls back out. It's still alive. She's going to make her strength save to break out of this grapple. Because if she doesn't, she's going to get very hurt. And let's see about this. That is a success. She uh, pries this thing's open uh, mouth open, one foot uh, on on the snout, and then kind of pushes back with her hands and lands on the ground clumsily. As a bonus action, she's going to use her second wind, and she regains 15 HP. Nice. She's back up to 40. Uh, it's this giant crocodile's turn. He is going to swing his tail at her. Oh, that's a miss. Uh, he swings his tail. She deftly leaps over, kind of leaving you in front of this thing, and it's going to bite you. Reaction, I'm going to say, your teeth will not pierce my flesh. Okay, and what do you get off? Five. All right, 27 is knocked down to a 22, and you take 26 points of damage. Jesus Christ, I'm down to fucking... 10. And you are hoisted into the air now as you are grappled. It is your turn. All right. I need this fucker to make a constitution save as I'm casting third level thunder wave. That is a 24. He's shitting me. I'm not shitting you. 19 plus 5. God damn. 27 half down to whatever the fuck it is. Uh, 13. You hit this thing, uh, and it needs. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't get moved. So uh, it, you just see it kind of get throttled uh, in its mouth, and it kind of shakes you 
with uh, with this movement. You have a bonus Can action. Can I make a strength save? Uh, yeah, you do make a strength save now. Okay. 23. Uh, you do the exact same move. One foot uh, on one side of the mouth and your hands on the other. You yank free. You kind of do a roll, land on your side, and manage to get back up. You're not prone, but yeah, you are, you are free. Um, as my bonus action, I want to... I want to slice at this thing with my dagger. All right, go for it. <laughs> Gonna cut you. That is a uh, natural seventeen. That hits. Cool. That's gonna be four points of damage, max damage. Oh hell yeah! You slice this thing, and you watch blood kind of spew out of its throat. It looks very hurt. And as you do that, Inverna runs her sword into the same wound yanks violently and a splash of blood hits you both as she just slices this thing's throat open and kills it. Fuck yeah, Inverna. It flops into the quicksand and you watch as its head begins to sink into the sand. She says, uh, Bradley, you, you alright there? Yeah, I'm fine. I never thought I'd have to like see an al- like a crocodile in person, but here we are. Yeah, yeah, um, here we are. I don't like this swamp very much. No, I, I mean, I've heard tales of undead living here, but giant crocodiles are just as bad. Do you think that was the thing that maybe attacked our, our troops? We can we can hope so, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to fight anything bigger than that. I mean, should we have, should we have, like, not let it sink and maybe cut open its belly and see if there was anything inside? Um, the the normal crocodile is still there. Well, I'm going to take my dagger and I'm going to cut open its belly. Uh, you walk over there, uh, you cut this thing open. There's definitely some stuff in the stomach, you can tell. Go ahead and make me a medicine check or a nature check. Interesting. Let me see which one's better. Medicine. That's a 12. A 12? Uh... Hard to tell. Absolutely hard to tell. There's definitely bones in here. But you don't see any sign of fabric or armor, if that makes you feel better. Okay. But there, That's good. There are definitely bones. Are they, like, human-sized? Yeah, you don't know. With 12 medicine check, they could be, or maybe they're, maybe they're small because their human bones starting to dissolve. You can't really tell what's going on. Maybe they're small because they're crunched up. There's nothing as big as a femur, but... um. Yeah, hard to tell. Inverna, do you want to take a look? <laughs> she says, uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Let me check this out. Is medicine... What's medicine? Wisdom or intelligence? I don't know. It should say... It it's on, wisdom. Okay, yeah. She's got a plus one then. Uh, she rolled an eight. She says, yep, them's bones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she looks at you. You're bleeding a lot. And she says, uh, do you need to, you need to lay down for a bit? Oh, no, I'll be fine. Let me, um... Oh, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm going to... Second level cure wounds myself. Okay. Go ahead and roll them bones. See what you get. It's 11. I heal for 11. Nice. You're back up to 21. Yeah, Inverna which pat- isn't bad. She pats you on the back. She says, uh, all right, let's, uh... Let's keep on. Let's follow these these tracks. Inverna has gotten one success on her nature... Uh, check and she's gotten one failure you need three to get to where you want to be she's going to roll again 
Can I do a nature check? Not nature, sorry, survival. But yes. Can I do survival? Yeah. So three between the two of us or three each? Uh, three between the two of you. So if you want to roll one, but if, if either of you fucks up, you're going to run into some more shit. Well, what's the DC? I I don't know. Well, I rolled a, I got 16. Okay. That is a success. Okay. Let's see here. So we've gotten two successes. Uh, and now you've gotten three. The two Fuck. of you walk Finally. for about two more hours. You know, it's like probably two, three o'clock. Uh in the afternoon. So I know we're pretty far north. Is it? It's cold, right? It's not like warm. No, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's a weird feeling. You're actually, you're, you're going further south, just so you know. Um, yeah. But, but I mean, the, the mirror of dead men is still pretty. It's pretty far north. Yeah. So yes, it yeah. is cold, but it's also humid. So it's like, it's colder outside of the swamp than it is. Like some of the, some of the, there's like steam coming off these swamps and some of the okay. air, uh, feels like you know sort of geothermal heat maybe um and this thing okay. as some things are bubbling and it's like that hits you with with heat but then there's also a lot of cold air on you so it's it's probably like just a a cold day but not a frigid day by any means and it's and remember it's okay. the first day of october essentially what is october yeah. so it's not like it's the middle of winter you yet. saw not any mosquitoes <laughs> uh and verna nods at that she says i hate skeeters um, glad, glad they're not out here. The two of you walk and walk and walk, uh, following the trail of the slime, and <clears throat> ahead of you, eventually, the sound of murmuring and hissing voices rises above the droning of insects. Several carts fitted with sled rails are being pulled by giant snails with thick appendages protruding from their heads. Most of the carts carry lizard folk of various ages and size, but two of these carts bear cages. Each cage contains four humans, and you recognize four of them by their uniform as the soldiers you were sent to rescue. A tall lizard folk addresses the 50 or so of his fellows, and they scatter. 50? 50. They scatter, performing the tasks of setting up camp. A larger, bestial-looking lizard folk moves closer to the leader, as if waiting for directions. Go ahead and make me an insight check. And make me a nature check. I got a 23 insight. Okay. And nature, I got a 7. 7. 23 insight. 50 lizard folk. Uh, you can tell at least... Uh, half of those are children, and then some of the other ones don't look like combatants at all. Some of them look elderly in, in their own right. They're hunched over. They're slow moving. Some of them aren't even working. Some of them seem to like other people are setting up little spots for them to sit. And like a few of them are wrangling children. Some of the children, you can tell there's some teenagers. There are not 50 combatants here by any means, but you are okay. incredibly outnumbered. Oh, no, for sure. Um, Inverna says, uh, what's the move? And I need you both to make me stealth checks with advantage. Well, I get advantage anyway. Okay. Bro. So do I get extra advantage? Uh, no. I'll say add add one to whatever you roll. <laughs> okay. 
I got a 17. Nice. And Verna rolled a nat 20, which is very good because she has a uh, uh, plate meal on. So she, <laughs> she says, what's the move? I'm not quite sure. I don't, I mean, what's her name? What was the orc, orc's name? Half-orc's name? Uh, Breltora. Breltora said that the lizard folk near the town were friendly, or at least not hostile. But then why would these guards be in cages? Yeah, that's my thinking too is, you know, what if they were friendly enough to get the guards to come maybe parlay and then they trapped them. They're planning on eating them. Um, Make me another perception check. I'm also going to take that with a grain of salt because I know she's got her prejudices. It's an 18. You watch as it looks like... um, it's not a lot, but some of these lizard folk are preparing what look like little bowls of berries, uh, and they're bringing them over to their human and elven uh, and you know other humanoid compatriots uh, or prisoners. But it looks like they are feeding them. I think I need to go talk. I think that one there, and I point to the leader, I think that one's their leader. And I think if I can establish some kind of communication with him, I can see what's going on. But I need you to stay back, because if they know that there's more than one of us that might get them you know angry uh, I mean hide our numbers you know I, I, I don't like that at all Bradley you going in by yourself I mean you're extra outnumbered that they could kill you before I can manage to sprint in there well that's fine it's better one of us die than both of us and that way the other can go tell the rest of the town you hear the lizard folk are talking to one another do you happen to speak draconic do I speak draconic let me check Nope, I speak common, dwarvish, and elvish. Hmm. And Verna speaks common, elvish, and halfling. Um, of course she does. She just kind of nods and she says, they're, they're saying something. Just wait a second. And you watch as the big one, uh, the, the bigger one with the leader, points to the four guards. And then you watch as the leader points to the four people who look like they're dressed in merchant's robes. They look like rather well-dressed. Um, one of them looks like a guard of the merchants maybe, but the rest of them, you, you've seen merchants in your day. You can you can tell that's what's going on. Yeah. Um, and they, they kind of talk to each other for a second. And then one of, looks like a combatant probably, is waved over by the who you can tell is the leader. Points at the merchants, Merchants cages opened up. They start uh, kind of freaking out a bit. Uh, you see their hands are bound in front of them, but they're trying to kick. And as one of them kicks, uh, a, an ankle is snagged. Merchant is yanked out onto the ground, um, and they begin binding his feet. You want to keep watching? You right, want to roll then, up uh, there? I, I'm, I'm going to not do anything. I'm going to get up and say, Hello, travelers. A bit lost. Can I get some direction? From where you are? I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get as close as I can away from Inverna. Oh, and then go for it. And then go for okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Alright, you hear immediately uh frantic <laughs> lots of draconic and uh, you didn't send me your notes for draconic, so I don't know what you you were working it with, but this is my draconic is a lot of hissing. No, that's fine. They're going to make a perception check to spot Inverna. 
All right. Uh, Inverna's not spotted. Uh, you get your hands up, and um, you hear one point at you and say, It's trying to talk to you. Bradley Copper, at your service, I, I'm so sorry I don't speak your language. Do you have anyone who can speak common? Make me two perception checks. Oh, whoops. I hit proficiencies in language again. Two perception checks. Mm-hmm. That one is a 17. All right. You can very... Dis- that one is a 24. You can... All right. Good, good, good. The guards in the cage say that. You hear one of them say that. That's Bradley Copper. He's here to save us. Um, meanwhile, you see that uh, some of these lizard folk are pulling out weapons, and they are beginning to try and flank you. Um, the leader speaks up. You see he's got uh, one eye uh, and his huge gash running down where obviously his eye was cut out. Uh, he looks kind of weather-worn, uh, like he's seen some shit in his day. And he says, you go no further. Stay. All right. I can do that. Didn't happen to catch your name. He looks to his compatriots, looks back. Me, Snapjaw. Points to you. Says you, Bradley. Yes, Bradley Copper. Nice to meet you. What you want, Bradley Copper? Well, I was, you know, traveling down the road... And I saw this divine-looking uh, frog in the swamp. I'm a big fan of frog legs. And I chased it, and I couldn't help but lose my way. Roll, and I saw roll there me were, deception. And I saw there were cart trails, and I decided to follow them, thinking I could find some friendly faces. Are you fucking kidding me? I rolled a 13. It was so close to a 27. Snapjaw says, uh, Hate Frogs hate elves and nods to you. Says once I trusted smooth skin, pale face. No more. What you do now is run. I can assure you I mean no one any harm. I am just a lost traveler. If you could lead me back in the direction of a settlement, that would be great. Roll me a persuasion check. I got a 20. You hear the larger one speaks up to Snapjaw and says, And Snapjaw replies and then turns to you and says, We can't show you way, but you are allowed to leave. May I ask one final question of you, my dear good fellow Snapjaw? Last question. Why are these fine folks here in cages? He turns. He turns back. He says, We need to slow rot troll. To slow what? Slow rot troll. What is this rot troll? Is it giving you trouble? Roll me persuasion with advantage. That's going to be a 17 is my first one. Let's see if I get higher. 17 is the highest. He, you can tell he's kind of cocking an eyebrow at you, if he had eyebrows. Cocking a brow at you. Okay. Rat troll do give trouble. 
Kill some of our tribe. We take no good smooth skin. Because we can feed them to rock troll, slow them down as we find new home. And you see the, the merchant has been uh, not only tied up, uh, they're, they've got a nice long stick that they're planning on hanging him from uh, over a fire. Well, funny story, I just so happen to be an adventurer. Perhaps I can kill this rot troll and then these people won't need to be given as sacrifices. You hear a boom. 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 And a giant troll bursts through the tree line as you say this. Swats a lizard folk. You hear them, uh, little kids, uh, lizard folk start to cry out in, in horror. And they begin to retreat with some of the others. I need you to roll me initiative. I got an eight. <laughs> okay. Your your HP was at 21? 21 out of 53, yeah. Okay, one second. Do I have any health? I don't have any health potions because you didn't sell me any health potions. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's on me for sure. So you are at 21... HP, this is going to be not good. You could have rested. Why didn't you rest? That's that's the real question, huh? You know, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, this Because that's not how Bradley works, th- okay? This, this rock troll is about uh, 14 feet tall. Uh, you can smell the stink off of him immediately. It looks like a normal troll, except it looks like a leper. Kind of like like skin is peeling off, and there's just a disgusting smell. You've never smelled a smell like this. It's fucking hideous. It charges in. You see it swing uh, at one of these snails, and hits once, and then it tries to bite down on one of these lizard folk. It looks like they're about f- uh, the uh, snapjaw. His big buddy and then two lizard folk look like they're uh, interested in helping you fight this thing. Misses that guy. But the snail takes 20 points of damage as uh, its its uh, shell is clobbered into. This big lizard folk rushes up just fucking angry as hell. You see these giant claws, bigger than your daggers, uh, go to slash this thing on its leg. It hits, and then it does something absolutely disgusting, and it bites into this thing's leg. And hits. This big boy, who you hear Snapjaw call out to as uh, Hisan, um... Hassan just dealt 24 points of damage to this rot troll. You hear Inverna shout out, Bradley, stay back, you're hurt. And uh, she rushes up 30 feet. I'm going to say she's still 60 feet off. She's going to shoot some arrows. (laughs) Miss. And miss. She misses twice uh, as her arrows just fly wildly. You watch as the snail this thing hit actually goes to attack um, uh, attack this thing and it gets to make four attacks because it has these one of its flails was ripped off it still has four flails 
Um, okay. And it misses. It hits. It hits. It hits. And it does twenty-four points of damage to Jeez. this to this troll. Uh, as you see, it's just like whipping into this thing. Uh, it's just like bludgeoning the back of this troll's uh, legs. It then begins to uh, do this little wiggle, and you watch as its shell sheds bright light in a 30-foot radius, um, and all attacks uh, against this thing are going to have disadvantage. Against the snail? Uh, Yeah. The troll is going to... It's the troll's turn again? No, no, no. no, no, The troll has to make a save from this... uh, Oh, okay. Which he succeeds on. Uh, He would have been stunned by this light. Uh, You see Snapjaw... Uh, pulls out oh my god Snapjaw's got dope fucking stats for my Snapjaw <laughs> he um, he is going to cast bestow curse on oh I also have that on this troll um, and he is going to make it so that it has disadvantage on attacks against him against Snapjaw if if okay uh, the troll fails, he will have disadvantage on attacking Snapjaw. Fuck yeah. Uh, it is your turn. Is there a way that I can launch a fireball to hit the troll and only the troll? Yeah, launch it in the air over its head. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. It needs to make me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, that is a dirty 20. It takes 13 points of fire damage. Alright, that's good. Trolls uh, need to be hit with fire or acid, if you didn't know that. Um, I did know that. Oh, good. Bradley good, also good. knows that. Because if it was within five feet of you, you would take 2d10. Um, and actually, I think these, before that happened, the snail and uh, Hisan needed to take that. So they each take seven points of damage from mm. its stink before you manage. From its stink? Before you manage to hit it with fire. Um, these two. I'm going to use oh, go my ahead. bonus action to give my last bardic inspiration to Hisan. I'm going to say, you've got it, big guy! Uh, This seven-foot-tall lizard folk seems very appreciative uh, as he gives you a bit of a smirk as he feels the power you just gave to him. These normal lizard folk, uh, one of them runs up with a club and misses and then tries to bite this thing as well misses and then another one throws two javelins uh, at this at this guy from a distance misses and misses they they seem kind of weak um, but they're still helping out at the top of the order is the rot trolls turn um he is going to try and uh claw he's on twice misses misses and bite him hits and deals him 25 points of damage as he just with one bite um, and just sinks these giant teeth in his arm and begins to kind of yank at him Um, it's Hisan's turn he'll swing with some claws as he's kind of crying out (laughs) 
Um, that would miss, but it hits as he his 15 goes to a dirty 20. And he deals the rot troll max damage on his claws, which is 19 damage. Hell yeah. And then he gets to bite this thing as well. 23 is a hit. And he deals another six points of damage. The rot troll is looking absolutely hurt. Um, Inverna moves up 30 feet. She's still going to keep her distance from this giant thing as she sees there's other combatants that it could target first. She fires and misses. And misses, but she still has a bardic inspiration for you. She's going to fucking use it. (laughs) I rolled a one. She needed a two. (laughs) You rolled a D8, right? Yeah. Damn. She needed a two and she rolled a one. It just goes wide. Of course she did. Um, And she says, Bradley, I'm off my game. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Flail snail to the rescue. Is that what these things are called? Flail snails, yes. Um, uh, Misses nat one. (laughs) Hit nat one. The flail snail hits this thing once and then the troll kind of maneuvers it and it smacks uh, one of these weaker guys twice. Mm. So troll takes four points of damage and then this this poor other guy takes 16 points of damage as he gets fucking throttled by the snail on accident. Um... (laughs) Oh, gosh. Jesus Christ. Uh, you see Snapjaw wave his hand over his head, and he summons a spectral maw um, above this, uh, or actually going to say behind this rot troll to try and like bite into its back. Rot troll rolls a nat 20, so we'll take half of this. <clears throat> takes uh, 25 have to 12 points of piercing damage as this maw um, uh, bites into him uh, and then disappears. Your turn, Bradley. I need the I need the rot troll. Well, as a bonus action, I'm going to say who's looking the most hurt right now? Uh, one of the normal lizard folk. But then next would be Hisan with 20 out of 52 HP. Hmm. How much does the normal lizard folk have? Six out of 22. Hmm. Give me one second. Got to do some math really quick. The regular guy uh-huh. has less health than Hisan, like, like fractionally. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to, as my bonus action... I'm g- how far is he for me? Uh, who? The regular guy. Oh, we're going to say 40 feet. 40 feet? I'm going to say something quick and elvish and healing word him. All right. How much does he get back? He gets eight points of health back. Uh, at the top of your screen, you see uh, it says Snapjaw noticed that. <laughs> Snapjaw will remember that. I'm going to look at this troll and I'm going to say hey you big ugly stupid lug you're you smell like straight shit and I don't mean that in a compliment I mean that in a bad way I don't know how trolls react to that but honestly 
you smell like you should be dead, and so I hope you do die. And he needs to make me a wisdom saving throw. All right. That is a 10. I viciously mock him. He got a 10? Yep. He does not succeed, and he takes four points of damage, and now on his next attack roll, it's disadvantaged. Fuck yeah. Okay. The guy you healed uh, swings his club down onto this troll's foot. No, he does not. He tries. Uh, And then he yanks out a spiked shield to try and smack into this troll's calf. Does not do it. Um, His buddy, just like five feet behind him, throws a javelin, hits with a dirty 20. Nice. Deals eight points of damage to Rot Trolls. It sticks into his side. And then he rushes up and he goes to bite this motherfucker. Um, And he does not hit. Mm. Um, You hear another set of booming feet. And from the other side of the camp, nearer you, a Rot Troll bursts out of the trees and has joined the fight. There's more than one. There's more than one. The one that's already been fighting uh, is going to try and bite Hisan again. Misses as Hisan is able to kind of twist his way out of it and then use one claw on each of the regular boys. Misses the guy you healed, hits the guy you didn't heal, Mm. and deals 13 points of damage to him. This other rot troll runs up to you and Snapjaw. And I, oh, yeah, I guess I am next to Snapjaw. Huh? Yeah, he, he was talking to you. I'm going to say he slowly approached you so that you two are side by side. You would rather be side by side. You don't want to take all three of these attacks, I promise. No, I do not. Uh, he is going to try and uh, claw at you. I wish we hadn't had to fight those crocodiles. A 12 is a miss. Uh, and an 18 is a hit on you? Yeah. You take... 15 points of damage as you are clawed across the chest. Then he tries to bite Snapjaw and misses him uh, as Snapjaw is able to just uh, barely uh, dodge him. Hisan goes to hits once, hits twice. You watch uh, as Hisan just uh, fucking claws into this thing's leg, yanks himself up, and takes a bite out of his shoulder, and the first rot troll is almost dead. Then, Inverna sees you are in danger. She rushes to your side. Pulls out her... You should have gone for the other one first. She pulls out her sword... And says, Bradley, get behind me. She swings to hit and misses this thing. And then as she misses on her backswing, she hits. Dealing 11 points of damage to it. On the other side of the battlefield, the flail snail goes to fuck shit up. Misses, misses. That's two natural twos in a row. Hits and crits. You watch nice, as this flail, snail. this flail hits, or you don't watch, but somebody watches, hits this uh, troll in the back of the knee. It falls down onto its knees, and then it swings its head back up, smacks this uh, rot troll right in the face, and caves in his skull. 
and it falls down dead. Fuck yeah. Who knew a snail would be so fucking helpful? I did. Oh, sorry, buddy. Um, this other Rotrol has not been hit with uh, any fire acid yet, so you take an additional seven points of okay, I'm down then. necrotic damage. Oh, shit. Down you go, and seven points to Snapjaw as well. It is Snapjaw's turn. He is going to crouch beside you, and he'll use his last third level spell slot as a cure wounds on you, buddy. No. Why would he do that? Why not? You healed his guy. And he rolled really well. He rolled 25 total. Hell yeah. Uh, I was just hoping I would get hit again. As you stand up, he says, You are better than I thought. It is your turn. Yes, I am. I'm going to... You said the rot troll is 14 feet high? Uh, yeah. So... If I cast something at its head, would that still hit us if it's a 10-foot uh, sphere? Yes. Okay. Well, then I'm going to cast it slightly above its head. Okay. Maybe four feet above its head. Okay. It needs to make a I'm save. I'm going to... It does make a save. It needs to make a constitution save. I'm going to just... Ah! And... Rolled an 18. God damn it. Okay. It takes half thunder damage from this, which is 19 half to... Nine. Eight. Why eight? Because you round down, right? Oh, nine sorry, sorry, sorry. You're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. Math is hard. You deal that. Uh, any bonus actions? Gonna, instead of my dagger, gonna pull out my hand axe. Okay. And try and hit this thing. All right. That's gonna be a seven to hit. That's a miss, as you just kind of, it twists and you kind of smack it without actually hitting blade to the flesh. Uh, the lizard folk you healed runs to your side. Now there's four of you in front of this guy. Uh, and he swings with a club, hits, and then bite, bites into this thing as well. And he deals 11 points of damage. To rot troll number one, who still has more than 100 HP. The other guy, who's going to stick with what he knows, is going to toss some javelins. Hits and misses. Deals Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Where did my die go? Deals seven points of damage. Uh, as you watch a javelin just sink into this thing's belly. I don't have any fire acid. If I was wearing my wizard hat, I could... No, uh, but you thought you roll. should take that off. You thought that was dumb. I just, I'd never used it. Mm -hmm. I'd used it like once. Mm -hmm. uh, it is this Rot Troll's turn. He is going to swing uh, a claw at Inverna and miss. So he'll swing another claw at Inverna and miss. So he's going to try and bite Inverna and miss. Uh, her high AC uh, kept her alive. Um, just smashes into... Uh, 
armor, armor, and then just doesn't even make contact with his mouth. Um, you and Inverna and the small guy and Snapjaw all take 14 points of necrotic damage. Okay. You see Inverna kind of wheeze and cough. Um, the guy that you healed grabs his chest and kind <clears> of <throat> looks at you and says, Andagogaza, and falls to the ground dead. Hassan sprints, leaps over you, and jumps onto this rot troll. He rolls a nat 20 on his claws and misses with his bite. And he deals 22 points of damage just with his claws. As you see, he just rakes into this thing's pectoral and, and carve meat off of him. Uh, Inverna goes low as Hisan goes high, and she's going to slash at this thing's feet. Hit and miss and deal 14 points of damage. You see you're just chop a toe off. Somewhere behind you, a snail is slowly moving to help with the fight. <laughs> Snapjaw. Mm. Sacred Flame is radiant damage, not fire damage. Hmm. Um, Snapjaw kind of makes a motion in his hand and he is going to attack this rot troll with Guiding Bolt. That is a hit with a natural 18. And the rot troll takes 20 points of damage. And it is your turn and you have advantage on attacking him. Here's a question. Uh-huh. So, if, say, a person was to fall from above the rot troll while also attacking, would that do extra damage? Um, I would give you advantage on attacking. But I already have advantage. Yep. So, I don't think it's worth it. Well, it doesn't matter because I can't use Misty Step anyway. Um, I just realized I already used that spell slot. So I'm going to trusty mace in my on hand, hand axe in my off hand. All right. Going for it. You have advantage on the first attack. Okay. The first attack was an 18 to hit. That hits. That's going to be 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Nice. And then the hand axe... What do I add? Just your strength. No, no, to Just hit, I think to hit you add everything, but you don't add anything to the damage. Okay, 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 okay. So that's going to be a 13 to hit. Uh, that's a miss. Damn. Okay. You hear Javelin Guy toss some more uh, and misses twice. It is the Rotrol's turn. 
The rot troll is going to uh, try and first claw Hassan, who's on his chest. That is an 11 to hit, which is a miss. He'll try and do that again. That will hit. Uh, Hassan takes 16 points of damage. He has 4 HP left. And then he's going oh, to... Fuck. He's about to die from that necrotic thing. He's going to bite down at um, Snapjaw. That's a natural 20. Mm. You watch as he... Claw rakes his claws across Hassan's back and then downward chomps into Snapjaw's neck, crunches, pulls up, and bites Snapjaw's head off of his body. And Snapjaw's dead. Everyone around this guy... <laughs> Takes three points of necrotic damage. So Hassan has one HP left. Um, you have eight HP left. Inverna has 23 left. And, oh, and that's it, because the javelin guy's not near nearby. Hassan's still on this guy's chest. It's going to bite into his neck, hits, and then claw into his face and misses. Dealing this thing five points of damage as he bites into its neck. Inverna rushes up. Well, she's already by, but she's going to go to slice. Uh, Did Hisan use his bardic inspiration already? No, but his miss was a th natural three, and he needs a oh, 16 okay. to hit, so. Um, oh, actually, he has an eight. Let's see if he rolls an eight, because it's do or die for him. That's a seven. <laughs> um, he does not connect, trying to use your energy, uh, but you see him give a nod back to you once more. Inverna is going to go to slice this thing's Achilles tendon. She deals six points of damage. And then she slices up into its ass and deals 12 more points of damage. It is on its last leg. Somewhere a snail inches closer. Actually, with a dash action from last time a snail would be able to get there no he wouldn't I said 40 feet no no he dashes 10 feet behind you there's a snail that looks very angry that his uh, his his chieftain was just killed but it could he do the light thing and stun it only when it's activated not how does it have to be act it has to be activated by a hit no no it's activated it activated it so it's just it's just bright now which, oh, which gives well, what it what about the other two snails Oh, there's there's like six other snails. Oh, what are the rest of them doing? They're fucking chilling, bro. They're they're defending people. 
Okay, that makes sense. Uh, I'm, the book tells you to only make one snail a combatant. This is uh, Snaily, the uh, the really loyal snail. This is actually... Uh, uh, is there a name that rhymes with snail? This is Gale. This is Gale the snail. <laughs> um, it is your turn. I'm going to fall to my knees because this is all for dramatic effect. I'm not actually doing anything because I just saw Snapjaw get his head bitten off and I'm thinking, holy shit. This guy saved my life. And there was nothing I could do about his death. And just more trauma to add on to the old Bradley brain. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm going to look up at, he saw in tears in my eyes and I'm going to say, we end this. We end this for Snapjaw. And that's going to be my way of casting Healing Word on him. Oh, fuck yeah. He gets five hit points. Nice. As, which is minimum. All right. And then I'm going to go. That was my bonus action. My action, I'm going to... Yeah! Try and hit him with my mace. Okay. That's a natural 20. Oh, shit. Roll them damages. Roll them damages, dies. 15 points of bludgeoning damage. How do you kill the second rot troll? I, from my knees, I look up and I say, we end this for Snapchat. And I leap into the air. Mace extended. And it just <laughs> hits this thing's fucking chin so hard that it breaks its neck and it falls to the ground hell yeah it lands his son rolls and everyone kind of assesses no one else was hurt other than the one warrior and snapjaw you see uh and and gale oh and gale i'm talking about dead like nobody else is dead Get, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, get, okay. yeah. Lots of people are hurt. Sorry, um, but nobody's like mortally wounded, other than those two. You watch as these lizard folk uh, come back out of the woodwork, and they approach Hassan. No, one second. I really, I really gotta see if there's a draconic translator. There is. Oh my god. One second. There's a draconic translator. Yeah, let's see. Like within the crowd? No, 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 no. Like a uh, like online. There's one. Oh. They approach. Um, they approach Hassan and they say, "Macrix, Macrix, 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 Macrix," and. Hassan nods and goes to Snapjaw's body and touches him on the chest. And then he touches himself on the chest and stands. And he says, To you, pointing at himself, Chief. What they're actually saying is leader, but he is their new chief. 
he walks over to you. He said that in common? In common. He walks over to you and he places a, a paw uh, or a hand, whatever. I don't think, yeah, yeah, I don't think whatever, wizards have paws. Whatever they got going on, he's got, he, puts, he puts a hand on your shoulder and he just nods and says, Good. You, uh, you watch as he walks over to the cages and lets the seven people out. Um, seven people that you could have let out to be combatants, but didn't happen. Um, didn't even think about that. They untie their buddy, the merchants do. They all walk over to you and, um, you see one of the guards walk up and he says, Name's Vesper. Uh, th- thanks for saving us. Uh, you don't speak. You're... You don't speak Draconic, do you? I don't. Does anyone here? I do. Okay. Um, when that when that feller died beside you, he said it was an honor fighting by your side. It was an honor fighting by his. And Verna pats you on the back, and she says, "We we did good, Bradley. We did good. I mean, we saved a hell of a lot of people. You you can't always save them all. I know." She puts an arm around you and gives you an awkward side hug. Thanks, Verna. Do we know how many more? How many more rot trolls are out there? So the book, believe this. This book's a fucking kill box. Believe that. This book wanted you to fight three of those motherfuckers, just you and Inverna. What? Technically, it, it's optional to do it. What it really wants is for you to do that fight just with one, and then go kill two more by yourself in okay. the party. You would have gotten wrecked. You would have gotten absolutely wrecked. So for the DMs out there, I would change it to one and one. Or if you wanted to keep it the way I did it, I'm, I'm leaving it at that. You killed both of them. That's all there was. It was like a, a, a mating pair, and you took them out. Um, because that's that's kill box material right there. These motherfuckers are strong. Um, I mean, you weren't fully rested, to be fair. You didn't have full spell slots. But still, if you had had to do that and then fight another one without a long rest... Would have been rough. Um, you see that Private Vesper uh, translates for everyone, and he he says it's all a misunderstanding. It's all okay. They can head back to their original camp if they want nearby, um, uh, nearby Leilan, and he promises that no harm will come to any of them out of retaliation. Um, his son tells him and. And tell tell him to tell them that they have my protection. Uh, he says that, and you see a lot of people, a lot of the lizard folk are like nodding in approval. Like that's that's a better promise. Um, his son uh, kind of speaks back and forth, um, and you can tell it seems like he's apologizing for everything that happened. And Vesper tells him, you know, it's okay. Um, his son then says um, to tell you uh, and Vesper translates this 
Uh, he says, he says that you're always going to have a, a place in the tribe. It's good to hear. Well, let's let's start heading back to Leilan. I'm not too fond of this swamp. All of you make your way back. Um, the merchants thank you uh, for saving them, and they say they're going to be on their way in another direction. But they uh, give you five hundred gold as thanks. Oh fuck yeah! Um, Was that? Does the book tell you to do that? Yeah. Oh shit! Um, do I need to split that with Inverna? Uh, Inverna sees that and she says, "You're splitting that with me, right?" Yeah, I guess. And you give her two hundred and fifty gold. You get yeah, two fifty. It's it's like I only spent fifty earlier today, instead of three hundred. Yeah. Um. And Verna says, you don't want to invite them back to Leylon? Who, the merchants? Yeah, I mean, maybe they want to trade. I mean, yeah, no, certainly. You, you, you four, you're you, welcome to come back to Leylon with us if you'd like. They kind of mull it over. One of them says, but Leylon is a shithole, no? Well, we're trying to fix it up so it's not so much of a shithole. <laughs> we're only persuasion with disadvantage. <laughs> Um, I still got, I'm still pretty good at persuasion. I think even disadvantaged. Never mind. I rolled a nine. Okay. They say, it is okay. We will go our separate ways. And they, uh, they head out in the opposite direction. You managed, you managed to get all the way back, uh, to the lizard folk original encampment, uh, by, by about. Uh, 10 o'clock at night there's there's some uh, you know night trail uh, hiking but you do manage to get back there um, Vesper translates all goodbyes is there anything in particular you want to tell the tribe um, I actually want to if I can, if I can speak to Hisan personally with Vesper, there, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 organizes this to pull you aside. Um, I, there is trouble around these parts. There is a cult, um, worshiping a some kind of evil deity, and I need you to keep an eye out for them. If you see them. Please come tell me immediately. You'll recognize them by the symbol, and it's I draw the three lightning marks. He's on like a piece of paper for him. He understands this. Um, he, okay. He's following along. He ha- he does have a a, a six uh, or a seven intelligence, but he, he's following along. Okay, um, cool, cool, cool. And he and also, if at any point you need me to come fight by your side, call me. Uh, Vesper translates uh, as Hisan asks, how can I call you? Hmm. That's a good question. Vesper says, they're only they're only about, you know, mile and a half, two miles from Leylon proper. They're just, you know, off in the bush. Nobody can really tell they're there usually, but... Yeah, if you just want to, if you just want to come to Leylon... Um, Come find me. <laughs> his son. He's, Actually, hold on. His son says. Let me see. He's willing. He, wait, what are you gonna say? I 
I have a horn. I'm going to give him the horn. And I'm going to say, if you need me, play this as loudly as you can. And I will listen for it. Vesper says, I- I'll-, I'll relay that to the entire Leyland Guard just in case. And and hey, thank you, uh, Bradley. Don't tell them the truth about what happened, because Sergeant Yoram is a piece of shit. Um, he's he's a real dumbass, and he he might want us to try and fight uh, the, these good people. Uh, he wouldn't understand it's a misunderstanding. Y- you know what I mean? Oh, if if I I I would never, and if Yoram ever tried anything, I would, you know, kill him myself. So oh God, don't well, you don't have to kill him now. You could just you know just kick him in the balls, and he'd probably run for okay, his mom. Yeah, well, you, I mean. You know, um, I mean, yeah. Anyway, um, just so you know, uh, I'm gonna tell everybody that us guards decided to help the lizard folk take down the rot trolls, and and that you just showed up in the nick of time uh, when, when when the tide was starting to turn. I'll make you look real heroic because you because no, you that's were. absolutely that's absolutely fine. I have I have no issues with that. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, his son wishes you well. He extends a hand for like a gladiator kind of handshake. I gladiator handshake him back. Um, and you made yourself a, a seven foot tall blue lizard friend. Hell yeah. Um, God, I wish that was, wish that was me in real life. Uh, the six of you, the four guards, you and Inverna, make your way back into town. And as or walking back, I just want to. Say to Inverna, I say, you know, I feel like, I feel like everything's kicking my ass a lot more than it did when I was like protecting Fandolin. Yeah, this is the this is the wide open world, buddy. Um, it's dangerous out here for just two of us. Yes, it is. Um, well, we're just gonna have to keep at it. I have faith. I believe we can do it. Yeah, I feel a whole lot better when you're by my side, Bradley. Thanks, Inverna, and I'm gonna, like, punch your arm playfully. You go to punch it, uh, and she grabs your hand. And she says, Gotta be quicker than that. Modular is Thorin George's Bradley Copper, and Luke Job is our DM. The story you heard today, as well as 99% of the characters, were created by Wizards of the Coast and can be found in the module Stormlord's Wrath. Holly Lyons is our fantastic editor. Bethany Gray does our gorgeous cover art. Devin Clark is our talented webmaster. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music. You can find his website link in the description of this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at ModThePod. Join our private Facebook group at the Modular Podcast Fan Club. Follow us on Instagram at the Modular Podcast. Follow us on TikTok at the Modular Podcast. And subscribe to us on YouTube at the Modular Podcast. Here's a quick shout out to at Darwin Dragon, at The Real Spencer H, at Perkins Jim, at RLstein.jpg, and at Sidewinder. They all follow us on Twitter. If you want to shout out like them, you want your name thrown out there into the multiverse, maybe you should follow us on Twitter too. We tweet 
all locked like little birds in the morning sky. We appreciate all of your love, all of your support, and all of your fan mail. Just kidding. Haven't gotten any yet. We would hope that we never do because we've never put our addresses out there. New episodes come out every Tuesday. And until then, thank you for listening to Modular.